Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good afternoon and welcome to Fade to Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother. And I'm here with my co-host, Alicia. Hello. And today, we're doing a combination of shows, well, not shows, movies, series, because we locked in. You know, this shelter in place thing get you to kind of uh, binge watch a lot of stuff. So we wanted to have a quick series of movies that we was checking out. And Alicia and I agreed and say, let's put a couple of these together and let's talk through them because it, it's the most uh, movies we've seen um, together at one time um, because of the quality of black movies that we normally don't see. Yes, definitely. We don't. Um, but you know, sometimes I do catch one or or um, see the how would you say the previews mm-hmm. that are very interesting. Yeah. So, but you know, when we both look at something, it's it's kind of different. You know, I I, I have a, a certain taste, and she has her taste. But uh, there's certain ones that we get together on. So today we have about three movies or series that we kind of saw within the last couple of days and we wanted to do a quick review on and the first one was something i had no idea about and alicia said she didn't and it's a movie called the banker Mm -hmm. so which is really really interesting as it's here's the synopsis of it it's in the in the 60s two african-american entrepreneurs hire a working class white man to pretend to be the head of their business empire while they pose as junior, as a janitor and a chauffeur. <laughs> so initially, I'm like, man, I don't want to see this bullshit. Come on, are you kidding me? But I've been hearing some good things about it, and I'm not a big Samuel Jackson fan. And Anthony Mackie, he's, he's okay. He's an average actor for me. So there was a lot of negatives for me to see it. But what was... How did you see it before you saw it, baby? When you saw that, did you really want to see it? Oh, I love I love Anthony Mackie. I, I love him because, you know, um, Marvel Comics and stuff like that. So he played Falcon um, um, with, with Captain America or whatever his name is. Chris Evans, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he's he does a... He he don't do anything. He's, he does a... He's, it's kind of weird because you don't catch him just doing anything. But I don't think they choose, choose him for it. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he's being chosen for smaller roles, but lately he's been getting some decent roles. Yeah, he has been. I mean, but like I said, he's. It seemed like we start. I'm starting to see more black actors be a little bit more selective and not just doing anything that they just pull out of a hat. Well, so I'm. I'm on the other side of that. I'm on the other side that producers see that black is popular. So they're pulling a lot of black people and there's more quality black movies as opposed to just showing a whole lot of black actors being thugs and gangsters. And well, you got to understand that these black actors are invested in these movies. They're executive executive producers as well. So, you know, knowing, you know, seeing that, oh, executive producer is Oprah Winfrey or executive producer is such and such. Yeah. But it's starting to get the quality of movies starting to get better because they starting to show, you know, black people was in thugs. 
Well, just our story. You know, I don't think they've been giving us an opportunity that they don't think people will go see our stories. But when people have the money to say, it doesn't matter what you think, I'm going to put my money up front. And if I put my money up front and we make the money, then there's going to be people who's going to mass produce it. And thanks to these places like what Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, all of them are saying, look, I'm buying what's popular. And if it happens to be a black movie, then I do it. And so this one, I need to let everyone know this, too, because people was looking for this movie. This is actually on Apple TV. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So everyone assumed, oh, let me go to Netflix and all. I was yeah. like, no, it's not on this Netflix. This is on Apple TV. This which, is on Apple TV. Which Apple TV is starting to put out movies. It hasn't got a name for themselves. Or I don't have they. Yes, they did. Some of their shows did get nominated. So, yeah, they did get nominated, but they're building on the, the type of movies that they get. But now you got to understand they're competing with the Netflix who's just throwing money out and they already well established. Amazon right. does a really good job with that too. And now you jumping in with the Hulu Disney thing because they're together. Because remember, you told me that um, what Disney brought um, more of Hulu. So now they're a, they're a bigger uh, uh, investor right. into right. Hulu. Into Hulu, yeah. So when we, we did the Disney thing, we said, you know, I might as well get the Disney package because I already got Hulu and I've been having Hulu for the longest. So I might as well get the complete package on that. Right, right. But back to the movie. So, you know, the, the synopsis was kind of, you know, kind of weak, but it turned out to be there was a black man who always and they showed him when he was younger he was always listening to these bankers and he was shining shoes and he was listening to how they did it so he started slowly doing investing in real estate and as he was um, building real estate he was making a lot of money behind the scenes and he was working with an irish guy i think yeah he he bought a building he wanted to buy this one building because he did the research and found out that um, around this one white neighborhood, there was black people already around the white neighborhood, and he knew that. Well, eventually, if he that's can happening, move them in. they can move them in because the white people are going to move out anyway. And there was black people that had money, and mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that they didn't realize, or they didn't. I guess they realized, but they didn't care because they didn't want black people in the neighborhood. But they figured if I can start gentrifying these white people and start taking over theirs. I can give access to true housing for affluent black people. And he started building up blocks upon blocks upon blocks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his wife kind of helped him in there. And when he started really expanding, he needed to expand. He really started working with this one guy, which was um, Samuel Jackson, which I thought was he did an outstanding job. So at least you know this. Not a big fan of Samuel Jackson. He he's he plays a lot of buffoony type roles, but you know he lately, is who he is. Lately, yeah. Um, but lately he's been doing well. So he played a guy. He played the guy Joe Mars, and so he already had money. He already had money. He had businesses. He had clubs, and he kept it undercover where people really didn't know what was going on. But they just seen him as a loudmouth guy. But he he got together with them and they found a way to get together to buy the the banker's building 
in the middle of their town. And Which the, was in what? I think it was Texas. No, I don't think that was a test. That was in California. Oh, that was in California. Remember, he was right, in California. Right, right, right. That was in California. Exactly. But, and what made it interesting was he kept trying to go to that uh, building to get a loan. And they was kind of like, no, I don't want to talk to you. No, we don't allow you in there. So he backdoored him. And they had this really, really clever white kid. And they said, let's just make him our front man. And we'll give him all the information. We'll do that. So they taught him, and he had a great memory. They taught him how to present to the other white people. Right. And it was just, it was, it was so cool because the the white kid was smart enough to figure out what they was teaching him. And then he, since he was the face, a, a lot of white people invested in it. So what he did, and at one point, he he was able to buy the building. And then once he brought the building. He was able to walk in and do what he needed to do. That's right. That's and so right. that was just extraordinary in itself. But then, but he came from Texas, and from Texas, he his, wanted to buy a banker's. A, is it a bank building in Texas? It it was a bank. It wasn't just a building. The the local bank because black people couldn't get loans, and a lot of the business just couldn't get loans. So they had to use the the white boy as a front to actually get that yeah and the thing was was that he was the white boy wasn't smart enough to do this on his own so no he the, the and he was so grateful for them to educate him mm-hmm. and then when he got married his wife who was racist, racist. <laughs> we said it together she was like yeah see he, you're smarter than them of course you smarter than them right right but she didn't realize that these black guys really taught him everything yeah taught him everything because he really and then because he wanted the other bank he said he wanted a bank right and he was like well let me run it and, you know I, I got money that i saved that you could use to be help invest mm-hmm. into it but these they, they told him man you never run a bank before right. he said but neither did you and they didn't really want to insult him and say, dude, you ain't smart enough to do what you're doing right now. But they tried to help him through it. But they eventually. It hurt him. It hurt him, him because of his the, lack of knowledge. And the black people. Yeah. yeah. And, and the uh, bankers. And so he realized what he did. He really did. And um, it was so interesting how it turned out because they used the government to go, the federal government, mm-hmm. to go against them. The FDIC yeah, and all of that. They said that they were... They falsified documents. Right, right. And it, it's it's a lot of technical stuff. But as you walk, go through the movie, it's just fan, fascinating. I'm telling you, it was fascinating how they got to that point and how they got to them. Because since the white kid wasn't aware and he was naive... He, they got fucked over from that. Right, right. But overall, a very, very good movie. Well worth seeing. And very educational. And it's a, a true story. Yep, That's based one, on a true story. It's based on a true story. And I thought it was just, and I thought it was so good. I yes. really loved it. Totally agree. Totally agree. And so the thing was, was that um in the end, <laughs> uh, they still got to own property. They still continue to own property. They just went to a place where black people own their country. <laughs> yeah, so that, that kind of worked out for them on mm-hmm. that. So, and that's a segue to the next one, Self-Made. Self-Made, the Madam C.J. Walker story. So, 
what we heard from that. What did you hear from that, Barry? Because y'all know you hear the the BS that was going on about this movie. Well, after the fact, after the movie was put out on, and this one is on Netflix. This is Netflix. Um, they were saying the information on Madam C.J. Walker was inaccurate in the document and the movie. Mm-hmm. So, and this was a series. This right. wasn't a movie. Yeah, this was a series. Exactly, this was a series, which I thought was better mm-hmm. because it was. You, it was just too much. Yeah, it was. You, you, it was. They needed to put the information out there. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, truthfully, of course, it's not going to be everything. Is not going to be true to the the actual um, person. Because they did uh, hidden figures, same thing with hidden figures. Everything in hidden figures wasn't actually true, but it was. It made the 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 actual series um interesting. Yeah, get it kept your attention, and that was the purpose of them doing it. Because probably you know overall, if they would have just gave it straight, it would have been boring. And people would yeah, watch and, it. And there's a lot of technical and financial and a whole lot of stuff that she went through besides her personal life that they just didn't want to put in there. So they had to put some things in there to kind of spruce it up, you know, and that's what Hollywood does with certain things. Yeah. And then what they didn't understand also was the fact that, um, was it Octavia? Octavia. Um, I forgot her. Spencer. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, she was executive producer. She was one of the executive. Yeah, she producers. was. Well, she yeah. was one still. She was one of the executive producers. She did invest. She's also have directed, and she, I I was very impressed with the fact that she's really making a, a name for herself in the movie industry. She's like, if I'm going to do movies, I'm going to do what I want, mm-hmm. and I'm going to invest into the into some stuff I want to do. And I think that was, it was amazing um, what she's did. So, honestly, truthfully, it doesn't matter what people say. If mm-hmm. you feel, I mean, the thing is, the story is put out there. And once the story is put out there, you do your own research. Yep. You know, they they, they went into details with each person that was, in, the characters that was actually in um, the series. Now, um, her daughter, they, her, she had one daughter and her daughter didn't have children. And so they adopted um, a child who then carried on carry on Madam C.J. Walker's name because she still got products out there. So the story about Madam C.J. Walker was it's all about the hair care pro- products that she did for black women. And not just for, um, and you, you see during the movie, the light-skinned women, um, and go from there. She was like, look, I'm going to make it for all women. You know, the synopsis is the inspiring story of a trailblazing African-American entrepreneur, Madam C.J. Walker, who built a hair care empire that made her America's first female self-made millionaire. Self-made. Not millionaire, inherited the money like there's a and lot not temporary. of women that do that. She, she did it until the day she died. Yep, 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 yep. And yep. she was extraordinary because she kept coming up with different type of products and they say well she made the straightening comb she didn't make the straightening comb she made the straightening comb famous <laughs> so yeah, she sure did. I, I grew up thinking that she was the one who invented it but it's almost like you know apple didn't make the touch uh touch phone or smartphone they didn't make it 
They just made it famous. So, mm-hmm. and she was really brilliant. Octavia Spencer did really well playing that role. She was just really amazing. Uh, Tiffany Haddish played her daughter, which I thought she was really good. She she played she played the, the character like she normally does, but she played within the confines of the movie. She didn't really try to be too over the top, and she wasn't just a... They didn't try to make her something that she wasn't either, which I like that, you know, because that's who she is. And she really played a, a person that kind of worked out. And then, <laughs> which is really fucked up, Blair Underwood once again played the cheating ass husband. And because <laughs> I don't know why he keeps taking those roles, but <laughs> he always wind up playing a dirty ass black man. And, well, Blair Underwood hasn't been doing much. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, again, you got a lot of black actors who are uh, they're saying to them, well, there's other black actors that we want, you know, because your face is not as popular. And so the thing is, is that, you know, he's like, um, well, you know what? I need to go be with, you know, do it with someone else. And that's what he did. So, I mean, it was no, he's, he's, he's doing some directing. He's doing he's doing other little things, but he's not really doing a lot. It's not really doing right, a lot. Right. So, um, again, you know, LeBron James and his boy Maverick, they was executive producers on these. So they put their money in there because, you know, once again, Alicia said it earlier, there's black entertainers that says, if we want to see something, we can't wait for these uh, white producers and studios to say, let's do it. And you got another thing is, too. Now you ain't got to sell it to the major networks. Now you ain't got to sell it to major movie in the um companies. Now you can sell it to Apple, mm-hmm. Netflix, Netflix, Hulu, a- Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, so you um, have options. Yeah, now. that's now that has become the new the new thing now. You know, which I think is really good. I think you know we were saying this like a year or so ago that sometimes you just need to take the best option for you and netflix actually pays you pretty damn well you may not think about hey i don't see my my name and and movie up in lights but netflix is all over the world so it gets over the world soon as they release it as soon as it's released it's everywhere it's not like well certain movies got its movie theaters have it certain movie no Netflix and then what Netflix does, sometimes I get tired of it, sometimes it's good. They give you an email update and say, hey, this is what's new. This is what we just released. And you're like, whoa, that's an interesting movie. Oh, that seems like a good series to watch. They're already letting you know what's going out. So if you put your if you sell it to a Netflix, they're gonna let you know this is what's available. This is what's out there, and you can go from that. But this was a very, very good. Um, story that most people probably don't know, and and this woman was so extraordinary. They didn't even show how big she got. It jumped from I'm struggling to I'm owning places all over the country. Mm-hmm. They didn't even show you the fact that she was going down and who the people she met with and who what black people helped her move along. She was in one of the first electric cars driving around. They didn't show a lot of that because again, it's limited. There's a certain amount of money you can put on and do you overwhelm people? Do you make it a longer series than it is? But it worked out to the point that you know it was just really really good so i'm not even sure how many it was four episodes wow 
I thought it was more than that. It seemed like it was more than that. Yeah, but it was only four episodes, and it worked out really well. It worked out really, really well, and very, very, very educational for some. And it just enlightened me once again that there's extraordinary black men and women that's out there because uh, she did a fantastic job on um, getting this this movie out as well. She sure did. She sure did. I have like I told Mike, I was like, I was like, wow. She invests in it. That's good. But she ain't the only one doing it. And like Michael said, LeBron James and his boy Maverick is doing um, more to um, grow um, and grow their money, investments and everything. And that's what, you know, it's great seeing that. It really is great seeing that. Mm-hmm. She was, guess what? She was executive producer on Green Book, too. Yes, I, I told you that. Yeah, I was. that surprised me. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, girl. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. No, no. I'm good with that. Um, so she's she has one, two, three, four, five. She got um, no five other movies. Tulsa, woo, that's gonna be something because black people don't know what happened in Tulsa, 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 Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, Black yeah. Wall Street. Yeah, and, that's gonna be amazing. See, and that's what that's what I'm talking about. There are stories out there that we as black people have um, been. That's done or stories to be tell of black people in history that are going to be amazing stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thing is, is that, you know, yeah, there's some stories where you like, really, you know, this is kind of like, do I really want to see this movie? <laughs> and, you know, but then, you know, the thing is, is that there are movies that the way they doing it, that needs to be more so to educate, you know, the masses, yeah. Or what black have black people have done in the United States for the United States? And, yeah, but, you know, but they they shock people. Yes, they do. You know, because it's not part of the history books. Because there's people who wrote the history books that didn't want black people in it, and and that's something that now black people have the affluence to do that, and now they got a platform to do it. Yep, they say, well, well since you don't want to tell our story, we're gonna tell our damn story, mm-hmm. and then when you're gonna do it, then you're gonna talk about it in school. Yep, yep, yep. So very, very good movie. And the last one was something really different for me. Um, Uh-oh. I heard about it yes. only recently. Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't hear it from before. Mm-hmm. What you mean, uh huh? Because uh, I wait for you. Wait. No, I'm waiting for you. You don't want to keep no, going. This. Go ahead. Go ahead and explain it. No, no, no. Say what the name of the movie is. Uncorked. Yes. So I heard about the movie on my Facebook feed with some of the people who actually watch it were saying that it was a really good movie and they love the movie. And so, um, Michael, when we sat in front of the, um, this one was also on Netflix. Netflix. And so, um, actually it's about a young black man who, um, happens to somewhat know about why I'm working to work in a wine store and was um kind of like explaining or you know how would you say is it explaining to people when coming to buy wine or selling wine or telling them what to to yeah, how to just, pair, just, pair the wine you yeah. know so and, and, and so it's very few black people who know about that know about wine or know about wine but you don't know too much about them yeah, so a lot of black people drink wine. Yes, they do. Depending on what kind of wine it is, no, they don't know wine. Yeah, they, they don't just know drink wine. wine. Yeah, they drink wine, but they yeah, you right about they don't know no wine because I know plenty of people who don't know nothing about wine. 
And so um, the movie was interesting. What made it interesting for you? Um, that so we that a while back we saw a documentary about um. What so many years. So many years. Thank you. Because, you know, I can't say that right. <laughs> and it happened to have been one black guy amongst the, how much it was, about five or six of them? I, I think they focused on just a small group. I'm, don't get me wrong. It, was, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a whole group of them. They only focused on a couple of people. Yeah, and these. It's called SOM. Yeah, and they, all of them were trying to get their. Master SOM. Master, yeah. yeah, masters. Master SOM in here. Um, and so, so when we go back to the movie Uncork, it really doesn't explain um, about wine like I was expecting them to. Um, the the young guy in the 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 actor in the Uncork basically compares some of the wine to hip hop. Yeah, that was which, the first part. That was the first part. Right. And don't. don't. <laughs> don't judge the whole movie yeah on that. I'm, I'm not but it was just kind of weird when he did it that was, it was dumb um and then um and i mean i i was hoping that they kind of explained the steps to get into the summoner but they really didn't they just focused on the fact that that's um he him, his family and his association to his family and why he liked wine and he wanted to go to school for wine and it didn't explain the steps of getting there so i don't think they explained why he liked wine though no and they they didn't i, I he just liked just, wine yeah, you're right they, so you there's really there's most people who like wine and started learning and there's a reason why they like wine and they didn't put a lot of emphasis on that and at first me being a lover of wine um i love the details of wine i don't like just there's a red one and there's a white one oh this one is pink oh uh, this one is such and such or hey this one is a great chardonnay and that's all i kept hearing all throughout the damn movie which i hate chardonnays because it's just it's just everywhere but but that's me but the movie really was about family and the family ran a barbecue joint and it was a family owned and it went from there and it was about family and tradition but he broke the tradition way off from you know anything because that's a barbecue place you don't normally have wine in a barbecue place but the fact that he wanted to do this and they wanted in his family or well, his father wanted him to follow in his footsteps because he followed in his father's footsteps to run the barbecue business. That was really the movie. And that's why I had to pull back and say it. he just had a preference to do the wine. And then I had to pull back because the technical aspect of being a sommelier wasn't really the real big purpose. It took you through the process but it didn't take you through the detail. The detail was the conflict between being that wine expert and and being with his family. So later on, you they put the emphasis on that. You know, his mother had cancer. It reoccurred. He had to go to France because he had the opportunity the, to to take to finish up his schooling in France. Yeah. So the like the uh, a group of them said they can do a an exchange. 
you know, some will go there and some will come back. So he wanted to take that opportunity and go from there. But it was really interesting to see um, a black family kind of accepting that. And it didn't even go into the details of why they didn't didn't. Most black people, when we're around, we're like, what the hell are you drinking that wine for? And why is this that? And why is that that? Because black people are like, look, man, we ain't got time for all of that. But they didn't do that. But you, you saw that they really wasn't into the wine either. So it, on one note, I wanted them to criticize him and make him explain himself. But they didn't do that. And he loved it to that certain point. He didn't even try to get them to pair it properly. And there was one part on there that me and Alicia looked at him and like, man, what the hell is wrong with you? So they they was doing a uh, what was it called? Um, a little practice um, when he was in France. Um, yeah, he was a um, server. He, 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 was he, was playing, he was a server. Yeah. And, and was given a recommendation to a French couple. Right. Exactly. And the first thing he said, there's a fantastic. Oh, I heard this is a special occasion. Well, there's a great Chardonnay from California. And they said, uh, first of all, we're in France. Why would I want a California wine? Yes. And he was like, oh, excuse me. Well, there's a Chateau. And he said, wait a minute. Why are you going back from that? So he wasn't even sure what he wanted. And once again, he told the girl from the beginning, right? Hey, Chardonnay is like a, a Jay-Z. So he was really into this Chardonnay shit. But it showed that he pushed just what he wanted and me and i'm critical because again it's all about wine in my mind when i see anybody talking about wine i'm critical because i i just know that but the movie was really good with the relationship wise and um who was the the guy that played his father oh that was um oh angela bassett husband Oh, and I said his name yesterday. And you I, sure did. And I totally forgot it. You um, sure did. Oh, my goodness. Courtney Vance. Yes, Courtney Vance. I'm sorry, Courtney. So, Courtney is great. I, <laughs> yep. uh, he's he's such a good actor. And he, he played really good. And, you know, he played the asshole father. But then he, then he turned around and played the supportive father, even though he still wanted his son to, you know, take over the business. But he realized after his wife was gone, you know what, if – my son gonna make the effort. I'm gonna make the effort with him, and it and it and it wind up a really really you know intimate story. And I had to pull back and say it's not about the wine; it's about the relationship. Yeah, it it is. But the good. I mean, the thing is, is that it was a good. It was good. It was good. It was. Know, it it was wasn't good. a bad movie. No, though. it wasn't. It wasn't. And um, I thought and I and when when you talk about the the people in the restaurant where they were in a French restaurant and he recommend recommended a Californian um, Chardonnay mm-hmm. and knowing us, if we're in, in France, that's one thing we do not want. I do not want to hear now one American damn nope. wine. And when we was in Italy, yes. What did we want? Hey, I want a, a what would be a good Italian white wine yes. with the sauce yes. because yes. well, we got this Blanc and we got this such and such I got you. I'm in Italy, so I want Italian wine. They make the best wine. Their, their country make the best. Oh, now, I, I, now, mind you, you can rate wine from different countries and have a preference. But when you in that country, they have the best quality of wine from their country. That's the first thing you should do. And mm-hmm. to me, like I told Alicia, if they were celebrating an anniversary, 
why would you not recommend a a, a champagne, um, a, a cremet, uh, any of those two that you can get from France? You don't want like um, anything from Italy, a spumante or a cava or any of these other ones. You want to make sure if you're in France, a French person is familiar with the brands that they have. Now, if they say, you know what, I want to I have a taste for something from America. Gotcha. This is what I recommend. And the one thing that I don't like about a lot of sommeliers, they want to tell you what you should drink, not what you like. Because if I tell you what I like, then you should adjust to my palate to make sure it's that way. And 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 that's the problem with sometimes with sommeliers. But it wind up being a really good personable movie. And um, and they they did a good role. Even the guy who played uh, the main role, he did pretty good. He was he was a nerd, and he was more of a nerd. And he hung out with his his I think his cousin who was doing beats and all like that. But he was still a nerd, and he he really um stuck to being that wine guy. And they just didn't do enough details for me. But a well, it's a good good movie to see. So that's what we got for now. We got the three good black movies that you can check out. African-American movies for some. Um, you can check it out. Um, two on Netflix. And remember, The Bankers is on Apple. Apple TV, Apple, Apple TV. Plus, or some whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, Apple TV. And I think Apple TV is offering it for free in this little time. So you need to check it out. Yeah, while you're at home, look yeah, for those deals. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yep. But uh, three great black movies. Quality, too quality yes very um, good quality movies, you didn't yes. you didn't see no weak acting you didn't see no weak cinematography even the storylines was all well done all of that was very very good quality stuff so well worth seeing well that's what we got uh fade to black cinema see us on wednesdays uh check us out on wednesday on bougieblackbrother.com bougieblackbrothernetwork on YouTube for a lot of people who sitting around looking at movies and didn't want to hear a review you can check us out on YouTube as well that's all I got what you got there boo that's it darling so thank you very much and we'll see you next Wednesday on Fade to Black Cinema later <laughs>